Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Heal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I am on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys for joining us once again, one more time. We are actually in season two, episode number 24. We're just pushing along, pushing along. And just like always, I'm here with a very special guest, my own uh, friend, Miss Trinette. How are you doing? I'm simply blessed. How are you? I am well, I am well. I wanna jump right into it. So for, for us to get started, why don't you introduce yourself to the listener, listeners and tell them exactly what it is that you do? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I, it is a very blessed uh, event. I thank you so much for considering me. So thank you so much. I am Coach Trinette Collier. I am a certified relationship coach. Um, and what that entails means I help, I assist people with dealing with healing, basically, uh, but starting with self, building self-love. So I can teach you how to love everybody else. I really can't, but it starts with yourself. So that's my niche. I teach people how to um, build self-love. All right, all right. So, Miss Trinette, I, I really... I've been waiting for this for a minute, right? And so just to give our listeners a little bit of, of background of, of how we came uh, in contact with each other. Yeah. Um, for those of you, most of y'all know that um, my name on Instagram is Friends of Fatherless Daughters. Mm -hmm. And I started that platform last year. And last year was a blessing to me because I was um, blessed to be able to be on several uh, podcasts as a guest. One of those podcasts was on a podcast with uh, with you, mm -hmm. and I think that was the uh, messages from him. Yeah, 
I was yeah. getting the name mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on there. Such an awesome experience. Uh, awesome yeah. experience. I definitely love the feedback that I got and the interaction with the uh, with the, the host as well as the people that was uh, chiming yeah. in. Still one of my favorite ones to go back and watch because uh, I do go back and watch some of my um, <laughs> Uh, guest appearances and definitely yeah. that's one of my top ones that I like to go back and watch. And so since then, uh, I haven't been able to get back on with you guys, but this opportunity right now, I think uh, is even more of a blessing because it shows how things come uh, full circle. Yes. You know, uh, because at the time that I talk with you guys, a, a podcast, my own podcast wasn't even in yes. the plan. You know, I that even hadn't even came across my mind. Yeah. But yet again, when this opportunity came and I came across your uh platform and I seen you as a coach, and that was a, a new light for me. I'm like, yeah. that was what <laughs> and so then I'm like, you know what, I gotta have you on. Uh yeah. number one, just to extend that same courtesy that you extended to me for one and then number two i support what you're doing anyway yeah. and Thank so i was you. like okay i gotta have her on we gotta we gotta connect yeah. uh you know and like i said just to see it come full circle um i think you're the second the second person whose podcast i was on last year okay that I had on my podcast this year so oh, i was awesome. glad you know, because I, I definitely wanted to reach out to uh, those uh, individuals yeah. who reached out to me to give yeah. me that opportunity to definitely allow them to have their voice heard yeah. on on my platform. So I'm I'm definitely glad. So uh, speaking of of the podcast, mm -hmm. um, I, I know it's messages from him. How did you How did you guys uh, even come up with that concept? Um, and tell me a little bit about, about the platform. Cause I never got a chance to ask you guys when you guys asked me to be on, I was just like, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but then after, after watching it, um, you know, after I was yeah. on it and then plus watching it, you know, since then I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, I yeah. so what, how did you guys even come up with that whole concept? Well, actually it was, um, you've got mail messages from him. Um, that was what God birthed in me to give, you know, give um, black men a platform where they can share um, life, you know, finances, love, relationships, all of that. And so um, he created, he birthed it in me. Um, I was nervous because I, I was not thinking of radio, um, podcast, you know, any of that. And um, I asked, you know, I, I pitched it and um, the fellas at that time, they were interested in it and they were like, OK, you have a show. And that's how it was birthed. And I formally changed. I just recently changed the um, name over to um, the mailroom messages from him. So it's still M-A-L-E uh, for copyright reasons, uh, trademark. So it is now officially mine, the mailroom messages from him so we'll be restarting rebooting it um this spring 22. so i that's how it, it it just allowed men to come on and talk about life issues because what god had placed in my spirit was that um we we as women really don't listen to you all you know um, and you all have a lot to say. <laughs> you I would say, say rewind. I wish I had a rewind, but I was like, say that again. <laughs> we know. And I had to admit, I was one of those people, one of those women. I'm just like, I know I, I'm this, that, another, and me and, and God had to say, you know what? You really don't listen. 
you know? So he put it in me. He was like, give them a chance. Listen to them. You know, if we're constantly talking about you all are the head and, and not the tail, we have to, we have to be obedient and do that. So as a kingdom, as, as a faith walk, you know, in that faith walk and kingdom building, I had to be obedient. I'm like, okay. I was nervous, you know, um, but when I tell you the feedback has been phenomenal, the men, they, you know, the feedback from men have just been awesome. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, you mean I get to talk and y'all get to listen? <laughs> so that's how it was birthed. That's how it, it, it began. How long were you were you guys on? Or are you guys on? We're still on. We're just taking a um, hiatus. Um, just because, you know, just to give everything a break, um, and just come back, like I said, a boot rebooted. Um, I actually went on, um, in 2018. So for three years when I ended it, um, at the, so I just ended at a different location. So now I'll be rebooting it with a different, um, cast, um, you know, and, um, in just a, a different location. So we'll be coming back in March, uh, hopefully in, in, in April. We're scheduled to uh, come back in April. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So uh, another question, um, I think I, I heard you say, or or if I'm not mistaken, were you are you also doing a, another podcast that deals with uh, your platform now with the, with the coaching program? Yes. So I will actually have two. Um, I originally had, um, my first book was Woman on Fire. And so out of that, that was really basically a journal about my divorce at that time. And so um, out of that was birthed a podcast called Woman on Fire and where I would talk with women who've gone through. And so um, recently with the Steps Coaching, I just renamed it. So both podcasts actually will be coming out in the springtime. So one for the men and one for the women, but actually it goes all hand in hand because I coach both men and women, but just on different platforms. And because all of us need that self-love, you know, and we don't really think about men needing, you know, to the self-love and, but it's actually you all need it as well. So um, this is allowing me to tackle both. Okay, I, and that's ooh, that's gonna be a lot of work because I <laughs> I got my hands full with my one, <laughs> but you know what? I, I think once you get into it, like podcasting, I think I, I at least for me, I related yeah, yeah. to how some people uh, relate to um, tattoos, right? It's yeah. like you get one, and then it's like, all right, you got one, but now you got to get another one. You yeah. Know? Because when I I started this, when I already have like two other uh, ideas for the, two yeah. more, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, just slow down. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> like, look, let's let's get this one going good. But yeah. you know, once you get into, it, especially when it's something that you love and it's something that you know uh, allowed you to be free and, and to yeah. be who you are and to express yourself, you know, the way that you want to. Sometimes, yeah. you know, that love for what you do and that imagination starts to work, and it just yeah. you know just start pushing forward. You have to hold on. Um, so yeah. yeah, so that yeah, it's, man. I definitely you, was you like, busy. <laughs> I said, Jesus. I literally, I was like, wait a minute. What you know when you when you get get the message from God, it's like you got to do. It. And I was like, wait a minute. You you want me to do two? I'm like, 
okay and i kept looking and i said and i said the same thing i'm like that's gonna be a lot of work <laughs> you know because you want to be consistent with it you know right. you don't want to fall off do one episode and you don't come back for another six months so it is going to be a challenge but i know because god gave it to me i'm i'm gonna have to do it i gotta do it <laughs> right right yeah and and, and and that's the whole thing you know like you said being consistent and definitely yeah. uh pressing forward and, and what you're doing but yeah. when you when you have a heart for people and you have a love for what you do it, yeah. it comes so natural you know yeah and that's kind of yeah. like the heart one of the hard part things too when especially being an entrepreneur uh when you love what you do in your heart you would do it for free you know right, what I'm saying? Right. so then it's like but i do want to make some money right you know? <laughs> so it's trying to find that balance to make it work yeah. you know work together so yeah. sometimes you know you get the money on the front end and then it's the, the work comes later and sometimes you got to work on the front end and the money comes later just try to right. get that balance but as long as you have the a, a love for it for what you're doing and everything it, it'll all work out and, right and just from from the outside looking in um because i'm learning so much about you now you know because i didn't know that you had had written books before and yeah. then I'm looking into it. I'm like, oh, she's an author too. And it's like <laughs> the second book. I think you on like the third book now. I'm yeah. like, hey, you know. So I'm I'm just trying to trying to catch up with you. So that's why I, just, I, I couldn't wait for this interview because I'm like, all right, I got questions. I want to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I got you know, questions. I need answers. People actually, they be like, you don't promote yourself or whatnot. You know, going back to what you're saying. When you do things, uh, for me, I, I've been, I've always been a private person. I love social media and whatnot, but people think I'm on there and 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 that's all of me. And it's like, no, I do a lot of the things on there because I do like, you know, I do love people, and um, but I'm also a very private person. So I don't go in there and I don't promote myself or you know, I promote everybody else. But I have learned that now is the time for me to start promoting myself on things because people do they were like i didn't know you wrote a book i'm like yeah i actually wrote three books and you know and they were like so you don't i'm like because honestly when i wrote my first book i was not trying to promote it it was really my journal and it was really um it was really difficult for me to publish it because it was about you know what i was going through so i didn't want the world but god wanted me to do this and me and him struggled I was like, I'm not publishing this. So I did not, you know, uh, I didn't promote it, you know, like that. So it sold, but it wasn't like I went on a book tour or anything like that. But like you said, when you love doing something, it just really is natural, you know. So I, I love doing it. But at the same time, I do want to be like, um, I do want to retire from it, you know, and, you know, do something, <laughs> get paid for it and whatnot. But I love it. I love it. Okay, so so I have a I have a question now. So with your your new program, uh, and and I'm sure my listeners know because I say it all the time. I love acronyms, right? Yeah. I'm an acronym person. And so when I see it, I'm like steps. I'm like, okay. So yeah. what what exactly does steps? Because it's an acronym. So what mm -hmm. does it stand for? It stands for start tackling every problem strategically. And those are actually the steps. So there are like five steps to that. You know, many times coaches will give you, they say, well, I can give you 10 steps on how to do this, that, and the other, um, which you can, but these are actual steps that I went through on my journey, journal journey. 
Um, and what I want people to understand that I didn't create this program overnight. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I put something together and here it is. No, this is actually, these are actual steps that I went through on my own personal journey over the last 10, 12 years. So at that time, I didn't understand why God was taking me through the fire, you know, but now it all came too. So when he put this in me and I'm like, steps. And I'm thinking, okay, so I had to start with every problem in the beginning and start tackling that. And it didn't, it wasn't like a, okay, this day I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to tackle this problem this day. No, it was a process. So out of this, out of this, the coaching, I want people to understand that it's a process to healing. You're not going to heal overnight. You're not going to heal within day two or whatnot. But it's a process and you have to stay on that journey and you're moving up them steps. You know, you're you're moving higher and higher to your healing. OK, so so speaking of the uh, process. Um, so when we when we start talking about uh, self-love uh, or impl implementing self-love, I under, uh, understand that it's a process. And when you start your journey or when someone starts that journey, mm -hmm. I think. Uh, uh, the hardest part of a journey uh, and anything that we do, right, mm -hmm. is the start, right? Yeah. Because sometimes it's like you know what you want to do or you know what you should be doing, but just to get started doing it, it's like that's yeah. the hardest hurdle. Like even uh, uh, like I started just restarted running again, okay. right? Ooh, and so it's it? like, all right, I want to get, I want to make that you know back a part of my daily yeah. routine. I got to you know I got to do it. Got to do it. I bought a uh, treadmill and everything, treadmill set in the garage for I don't know how long, you know, it's like, I, I know what I want to do. I know right. what I should be doing, but to get started, yeah. you know, that's the hardest thing. But once I actually started and yeah. I, I started just walking and then I realized I don't even like, I did like the treadmill, but okay. I learned, I liked walking outside even more. Okay. Right. And I started right. walking out at the park. And when I started that, I'm like, you know what, this was a whole nother, thing because now yeah. you're, out, you're in the air all your 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 thoughts are able to be free and it, it was yeah. so calming and, and such a uh, experience for me that now i don't even look at my treadmill i'm always wow. even now, now it's snow outside right now right. <laughs> and i went out and walked the other day i was the only footprints in the snow you know? <laughs> <laughs> but i was like i had to keep that routine yeah and to get out there and do it so a lot of times starting is the hardest part Mm -hmm. And so when we start talking about uh, implementing self-love, yeah. what do you think will probably be the first uh, one or two steps that a person should take on, you know, just getting that uh, process started? So, and that's a great question because I tell people, and even in the journal, I start with a commitment page. Um, so we don't jump right into the program or, or the journal. I start with a commitment and what that commitment looks like is a letter to yourself explaining or just actually explaining why you want to do this. Why, what is your why for this commitment? Because sometimes we're just doing things because people say, well, you need to do this or you need to forgive and you need to, um, you need to love this person. You need to do this. But it's like, why, why should it, why should I do that? If this person hurt me or, or this entity hurt me, or why should I forgive? Why should I love myself? So I start with a commitment page. And that commitment page is just very simple. You're writing a letter to yourself, you know, um, telling yourself 
at why you should do this and what are you going to what do you want to do what what do you want to see at the end what's your end result so really it's um i tell people to start with that basic letter you don't have to be fancy with it you don't have to use the you could be as simple as simple as i want to heal i want to be loved i want to love i want to be free you know i want to sleep at night Okay, so if you want to sleep at night, so now we want now we're going to start tackling what's causing you not to sleep because of something that happened in the past or whatnot. And I tell my clients, I'm I always let people know we're not um, therapists. I am a coach, so that's what I do. But I do always I in in the toolbox I have um, coach. I mean a therapist and psychologist. I'm a firm believer in counseling, therapy, all of that, because that is part of that's part of the healing process. You know, we can tell people to pray all day. We can give them scriptures. But if they don't know how to apply it, it's going back in circles. And you're like, OK, and then that that's when a, it, then another issue comes into play. I don't like God. It's like, you know, this all of that. So I tell people to start with a commitment page. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to heal? Because some people, let's be honest, don't want to heal. They they like the misery. They like where they are. And it's nothing I can do about that. But if you want to heal, then there's going to be some steps and it's going to be a process. Oh, you, you said a couple of things. That, and that last one, I, I part of me really want to jump on that last one, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. I'm going to let that one go. But you, you mentioned two things that, that I, I wanted to touch on one of them was therapy yeah. right um yeah. because i know that just growing up in in our communities a lot of time uh is looked down upon on some yeah. in some cases um some of it is just uh just shame you know yeah. even if even if it's not looked down upon it's like well i don't want to be labeled as crazy you know what i mean so we have all those uh things that you know uh go along with even taking that having a thought to even try therapy but yeah. i'm also someone who definitely believes in it mm-hmm. and i always have but one of the things that uh really made me kind of open up to it it wasn't necessarily a therapist but when my mom passed away yeah uh, and my um mother-in-law at the time uh okay. they passed away three years apart from each other mm. my mom um uh, my mother-in-law passed first and then my mom passed three years okay. later so going through that uh, time period, which was a very hard time period for me. Um, yes. I went into a deep depression. I talked, I talked about it a whole lot of times on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I, I went to a deep depression. Um, I was even thought about uh, committing suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole yeah. time period was just bad for me. But yeah. in the midst of it, I went to uh, bereavement counseling. Okay, right? yeah. And, yeah. As a, it was a group group setting, so it was a group bereavement counseling. But that opened up so much for me to be able mm-hmm. to uh, be in that space, number one, and then to be free to to be myself, to express myself, how I was feeling, you know, in that space or and in mm-hmm. that time period and just receiving the, the healing that I needed just by releasing, you know, at mm-hmm. that point. And I was like, you know what? We are missing such a, a gem in our communities yes. with therapy and, and group uh, group visits, group therapy yeah. or personal therapy, you know, to get in a, a group 
with people who are hurting the same way that you are hurting yeah. and being able to support each other and lift each other up. So I definitely uh, 100% uh, stand behind therapy. And I'm glad that you do also. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about that you just mentioned. Uh, so your book, the, the book that's out now, it's a mm -hmm. journal. It's a journal. It's okay. uh, steps to self love. It's a 30 day journal to build in self love. I, I put 30 days on there because, um, of course, the time depends on you, but you can start the process in 30 days because, you know, it takes like the 21 days to form a habit or break mm -hmm. one. So within that 30 days, you should be able to make that commitment where you can be on track to say, you know what, this comes from, this is part of my regimen. This is part of, okay, I need to spend some time with myself. But of course, however long it takes you, that's okay. Because again, there are going to be some moments where you don't feel like writing. You don't feel like tackling anything, you know, because um, things happen, life happens. But so, yes, it's a 30 day um, journal to self love, building self love. And, and, and I like that because I, I know that writing is uh, so thera therapeutic, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm, I've always written, I've always been a writer. Okay. But I'm really now trying to kind of getting into journaling. Yeah. You know, yeah. And the way that I, I see it or the way that I explain it for myself is, you know, journaling is like putting a, a voice to something that you can't necessarily vocalize. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. a lot of times we we hold in a lot of our emotions. We hold mm -hmm. in a lot of our experiences and things that we're uh, dealing with yeah. because we can't necessarily put it into words. And I was actually just yeah. having this conversation with somebody today uh, about something else. But I, I just thought about it. But uh, what I was sharing was that um, when it comes to writing things down, mm -hmm. it's, it's such there's so much power in it. Right. Yeah. And it, even the, the Bible says, write the vision and make it plain. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. the thing is, a lot of times when we're trying to say something, mm -hmm. we don't always have the words to say it. Right. Yeah. Even in that yeah. mess up, we're trying to explain it. But when you write it down, you're forced to kind of make your mind put into words exactly mm -hmm. what you're trying to say. Yeah. Because when it's on paper, you can see that it don't make sense. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to go back and read, what am I really trying to say? Yeah. And what are the words I'm trying to uh, to express? Yeah. So by journaling, it gives you that tool to be able to get out uh, those things that is in you, those feelings, those emotions, yeah. those experiences. Yeah. And once you get it out, and the other thing that I think is very powerful with journaling is you can always go back. Mm -hmm. You can go back mm -hmm. to it. And, and that's something that I've I've picked up even within this last year was going back on your notes. Yeah. You know, because when we think about how far we've came, sometimes we sit all the time, oh, look how far God's brought me. Yeah. But when you actually do stop and look, you know, go back and look at your notes from, you know, the same date a year ago, yeah. you know, like, wow, I was going through that, you know, I was going through mm -hmm. that at that mm -hmm. time, but now I'm healed from that. And I, yeah. sometimes we don't even realize how far we've came from whatever it is that we're going through, you know, yeah. and we look back and say like, man, God's been so good to me. He healed me from it. And I didn't yeah. even realize I was healed. You right. know, he healed me right. from it. I didn't even realize I was delivered. But now that I go back and look at what I put in writing, yeah, I look at the vision of what I wanted at that time, and able to thank God now that mm -hmm. I'm standing in the for uh, uh, fulfillment of that vision of that yeah. healing. You know, like it's it's a whole 
Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's, it's amazing. Like I said, I've, I've been, I've always been a writer. Yeah. But with the whole journaling, it's just like, that's, it's, it's, it's a whole nother monster. Let me yeah. just say it that it, It's amazing. I tell, you know, and I, I get, you know, I get it. People are like, well, I don't, I don't know what to write. I said the best, the, the beauty of journaling is you don't, you're not putting it on for anybody else. You're just, you're, you're really brain dumping. You're dumping everything in your brain. So how I'm a, I'm an educator by career, but half of my journals have the most <laughs> grammatical errors ever because <laughs> I'm just writing, you know, I'm not worried about a capitalization. I'm not worried about punctuation. I'm not worried if it's a full sentence because I'm just dumping everything. Like you said, from the emotions, from everything that's happening. You know, I, I remember having, um, when I was going through my rough period uh, with my mom dying, I'm so sorry that um, my, my prayers are still with him because I understand that. I, I remember one of my journals, it, it was filled with anger. You know, I was angry. Um, both of my parents are deceased. So when my mom passed in 2017, one of my journals, I was like, me and God were just, I said, Lord, I, I'm not understanding this journey. And so that journal is not one of the happy journals. You know, it's mm -hmm. really my, me expressing my honest um, thoughts with God, you know, and, and that's the beauty of um, having a relationship with God because he wants you to be honest with him. So I may not have been able to verbalize it with my therapist, you know, but I was able to write it down. So one of my journals, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, wow, I was really upset. And then I'm able to, like you say, see that growth of the healing. It's like, wait a minute, last year around this time, me and God was, we were not on, on one accord right now, you know, but look at where I am now, me and, me and Jesus, that's my BFF, you know, so <laughs> you, you look at your growth, you know, and that's, that's healing, you know, um, because many people don't understand the healing. It comes in many forms, you know, it, it just looks different for everyone. Your healing is not going to look like my healing. You know, my healing may be like, oh, I was able to get up out of the bed and put some clothes on. That's a step, you know, whereas somebody else is healing like, oh, well, they're able to go and finish working, go to work, still hang out and go to therapy. That's their healing. So everybody's healing process is very different. And that's why I want people to understand with the journaling, it's, it's an outlet. It's an outlet that's safe. It's in a safe space, you know, because again, you may not be able to share with your therapist or you may not be able to share with your family and friends. And sometimes you just need that quiet, safe space that's going to be for you and God. And then afterwards, um, there have been journals where I literally burned them afterwards, like a whole journal I've written. Um uh part one of the journals I did get rid of um was after my divorce. I had a it was a beautiful I love spending money on journals. So you know I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep this journal forever. But actually, after I wrote the Woman on Fire book, God was like, Okay, now you can get rid of it, you can release it. And I'm like, No, this this is a beautiful journal, like um, this is mine, you know. But I had to be obedient and and but what it was saying was that chapter is now closed. Mm -hmm. So you don't need to hang on to that because that was part of your healing. And so I had to burn those pages. 
and it was a release. It was healing. So sometimes, again, journaling is, I love it. I, I started journaling when I was um, about 10. And, you know, back then it was diaries. So I had the diaries, you know, and I actually still have it. And then it just grew from there. Every Like, literally, I have journals for everything. I'm, it, it's ridiculous. I, I have, I would just pick up a journal. Like, I love, you know, dollar store journals, Barnes and Noble journals, any journal. But, and that's why God was like, okay, it's time for you to release your own journal. You know, tell the, you know, show people how you actually went through the process. And so that's where that actually came from. I like that. And, and, and one of the things that you said, I just want to uh, touch on real quick when you mentioned about burning the, the pages mm-hmm. that within itself, I, I had a similar experience uh, earlier, not this year, but last year uh, that yeah. I did, I was part of a, this little group thing. We were doing some things, but that was one of the things that we did was like write down mm-hmm. some things that uh, you want to heal from or some things that mm-hmm. you want to release from. And the first step was that, whole journaling part of it was getting it out and putting yeah. it in, in words and putting it on paper. But then we did the whole thing of, of lighting it on fire and, and yeah. letting it burn. And and I always say I like when you burn it and the ashes, the ashes is going yes. up to heaven and taking it up to heaven and let yeah. the Lord work it out. Yeah. You know, you real about it. So that those those two things, which I didn't even put them together so you just said that yeah. you know the journaling on one hand you know, mm-hmm. to write that vision and, mm-hmm. or that prayer, whatever it is, but then to burn it, to be able to release it from yourself. Yes. You yes. already released it on paper, but then now that paper sort of is holding it now. Now that, yeah. now that paper yeah. is holding it. And then yeah. you burn it and release it to the Lord. Now, now it's, it's out your hands all together. So I yeah. love that. I love that. And, and one of the other things I want to talk about uh, briefly is, you know, the when we, when we started talking about the... Um, the journals and we start talking about this process that we're going through for self-love. Yeah. One of the things that I think is still a, definitely a big hindrance with a lot of people is uh, being able to forgive. Right. And, and not yeah. only to forgive others, but to be able to forgive yourself. Yeah. Cause a lot of times I know that there are people who are, who make some decisions, mm-hmm. you know, in their own lives. And later they regret those decisions so much that they hold mm-hmm. themselves hostage, you know, to those decisions. They hold themselves hostage to their past. Right. And, you know, I, I, I like to put it this way, um, just forgiveness within itself. Mm-hmm. When someone, uh, when someone harms you, right. Or they do something to you, they mm-hmm. put you in a, uh, it's like they put you in chains or in yeah. a prison, but yeah. I, I like chain. Chains is probably better. So if yeah. you're thinking of the old, uh, the old pictures of the ball and chain, they, and they're mm-hmm. chained, and then they have this big heavy ball that they have to drag around. Yeah. So when when someone harms you or hurt you, they kind of put you in these chains, yeah. right? And yeah. now you're carrying that hurt around mm-hmm. until you're able to release yourself from yeah. it. But the problem that most people don't realize is. You hold the keys to the chains. Yeah, they put the chains on you, but you hold the key to the change, and yep. the key to the change uh, chains are uh, is forgiveness. Yeah, when you're able to forgive that person with, without an apology, forgive mm-hmm. them without making amends, forgive mm-hmm. them without necessarily getting closure, but that's the key to you releasing yourself. Yeah, you know, from those chains, so you are able to move forward yourself, and you know, and go. Th- 
into your own healing, you know, to be, to heal from whatever that situation was yeah. that you're carrying it around. Yeah. But I think there's a, 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 a understatement or a, a misconception that a lot of people have with forgiveness because it's like, well, they did this to me. I don't want to forgive them, but it's yeah. not for them. Right. And most of the time, if you think about it, they don't care anyway. No. Usually no. after they have offended you or hurt you, they yeah. going on to offend and hurt the next person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So they just going on and doing whatever they're doing, and you're the one that's holding on to it. You're mm -hmm. the one that's hurt from it. You're the one that's still carrying it. And so it's not that you're, you know, doing them a favor or you're, right. you know, doing something to help them. You're doing something to help yourself when you learn how to forgive this other person for whatever they did to you, but right. you're releasing yourself from the chains that they may have put on you. So yeah. when we talk about forgiveness, what do, what do you think of uh, one of the major, uh, or just, I just say, what do you feel is the importance of being able to forgive? I mean, you hit it. I, I, I totally agree. That's just going back off of my, again, all of my, um, when I coach people, I tell people, I'm not just telling you anything. These are experiences I've gone through and not just within a year or two, to, like over time, you know? And so I had to learn how to forgive because again, it is a hold. When you don't forgive, it is a hold on you. And, um, and, and, I, and I can admit, uh, <laughs> I am very transparent. I was one of those people I would ask God to strike them down when they hurt me. I'm like, Lord, strike them down. I don't, I, I don't want to hear they hurt me. They hurt my feelings. Strike them. You know, I was, and I was adamant about it because I wanted that revenge. And what I found out every time I would ask, because I was stubborn with it. I was like, I'm not forgiven. They hurt me. This, that, and other. Strike them, Lord. But it was harming me. Those people had, they were gone living a life, you know, they were prospering in their endeavors. And I was angry. I, I had been like angry with things and it was wearing on me, you know, and you can see it, you know, how you can, you can see anger on people. You can see hurt on people. And that's where I was. And then I had to say, okay, God, I'm going to try it your way. I'm going to do this forgiveness thing, you know? And once I started that journey, I was like, oh, this was an amazing feeling. Like I was able to understand the, the purpose of forgiveness. It wasn't for them. It was for me to release me of the hurt, the pain, all of that so that I can receive God's blessings because I couldn't receive God's blessings all because somebody else. No, that wasn't fair. So when I started understanding the, the purpose of forgiveness, and then I started thinking like, well, I'm always asking God to forgive me and he forgives us. So I have to really forgive the other person too. Now, what people don't understand is just because you forgive that person doesn't mean that you have to go back into that relationship. Mm -hmm. You don't have to connect with that person again because God is like, okay, they did hurt you. That's a given. You can forgive them, but you can part ways and it's okay. And that's where we get stuck because we figure, oh, well, I forgave them. I ain't trying because I, I hear a lot of people say, well, I don't want to, I, I can't never forget and I can, can never forgive. I'm like, so that means you're never forget. You're, you're going to keep this in your spirit. 
Like God get, forgives us and he throws it out there in the sea of forgiveness. He doesn't hold it over our heads. So we have to understand, let it go. Because if not, it's going to eat away at you and you will not be able to live. And I had to be determined. I want to live. People are going to do, people are going to be people. We already know that. Mm-hmm. But God's love is so amazing. And it's like, I want to, I want to be able to experience that with people. So it's like, you can look at people. I don't, I don't have to deal with you. I forgive you and move forward, you know, and it gets better with time. My great aunt, who's 91 now, she taught me that over the years. She said, never let anybody steal your peace, <laughs> your joy. And she said, adults, <laughs> she said, grown folks going to be grown folks. You can't change them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, she 90 some years old. So she, she knows. And that's mm-hmm. why I get that wisdom. You know, I learned, I'm like, because she's been there. So I learned and I, and I apply it. So that forgiveness is not for, for them, even though they, and they will see it and once, you know, once they, they're like, oh, they forgave me. She forgave me. He forgave me. Okay. And you never know what that was sparking that next person, because we're supposed to be kingdom builders. So we're supposed to be showing these examples but that forgiveness piece it's for you and i tell people let it go and the forgiveness is not going to happen overnight believe it or not it's not going to happen overnight it's also a process because you got to understand you're like so this person harmed me and y'all want me to just forgive that person so you have to go through that process and and show and teach people the, why you should forgive or why you need to forgive, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of people don't understand that, that they don't understand what God is, it, it has given us or is doing. And you know, I, 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 one of the things that you said that I really like, uh, which going to, uh, kind of go into the next thing I want to talk about, uh, before we go and, and that's boundaries. Right. Yes. Because I, like you said, people think that just because you forgive, you know, now you got to be back, you know, friends with that yes. person and y'all got to make amends and y'all got. No, that's that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to forgive for yourself. Mm-hmm. But once you once you've been released from those chains, you're not going to go back to that same person to give them the, the opportunity to, to put them chains on again. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where our, our, our boundaries come in. And and yeah. I always say boundaries. Boundaries serve three purposes, mm-hmm. right? Is they protect you from others, mm-hmm. they protect others from you, mm-hmm. and they also protect you from you, right? Yes. Yes. So with with that forgiveness, after we've forgiven, you know, and then we have to learn how to put up the correct boundaries, mm-hmm. definitely the correct boundaries, because yes. there are some people that you should make amends with. Right, you know, right. Uh, uh, let's say if you, if you had a, a fault with you know, uh, a parent, you yeah. know, that, that is a relationship that you may want to, uh, amend, right. you know, but, and, and like you mentioned earlier, uh, with everything that you went through before your divorce, I'm sure that was a, a, uh, relationship that you had to forgive yes. in the midst of, but that was one that was like, all right, we're done. We good. All right. You go about, you know, you go that way. Right. You know? So that's where that boundary come in. Like, yeah, yeah we, we good. You know, right. they want to apologize, but no, no, I'm good. I, I accept, you know, stay on over there. You know, right. <laughs> so that's where we get into, uh, you know, setting up the healthy boundaries. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, if, if you were talking to someone 
and just get up, give us a little bit of advice um, on, you know, just building a, a better, uh, better boundaries or healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Just give us a little bit on that. And uh, then I'll let you have the, the last say. <laughs> well, I, and I like that. I talk about the boundaries. Um, you have to set those boundaries. Like you said, you, you have to, um, in order to protect yourself, because again, sometimes when we are building these relationships, um, one of the, the steps in um, the program or in the, in, in the journal, it asks you, I ask you, why do you want this relationship? You know, mm-hmm. even down to your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousin, why do you want this relationship? You know, um, we have to understand the purpose of the relationships because we have a lot of broken relationships um, and they haven't been healed just simply because, oh, that's our father, that's our mother. But those are relationships that a lot of times need amended, you know, and they need healing. So you have to ask yourself, why do I want this relationship? Why do I want to have a healthy relationship with this person? So that's part of that commitment that I ask um, people to, to look into. And it is kind of an odd question for just people like, that's my mother. I said, yeah, I know. But y'all are going at odds at each other. Something mm-hmm. is missing. So what is the purpose of your relationship and why do you want a healthy relationship with your mother? Because a lot of times we don't even think about that. We don't think about having those relations. We don't think about relationships in that term with our, even with our kids and so forth. So I always tell people, you got to understand what, why you have to answer your why, what is the reason? What is the purpose of a relation of your relationship? What is the purpose of you, um, having a relationship with your coworkers or your, your friends, your best friends, like there should be a purpose in anything that you have, you know, um, because a, a lot of times we just, we're just doing it. We're just, mm-hmm. we're just connecting with people just because, oh, that's my best friend. Why? What, what value are y'all bringing to each other? What value are y'all adding to each other's lives? Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you come up against toxic relationships within your family, your friends and so forth, you got to understand, okay, so what, what was the reason and how did it become toxic? You know, so I, I, the advice I would give to people you ask yourself, what is the purpose of me in this relationship? And why do I want a healthy relationship with this person? You know, that's something we never really think of. And so that's what I challenge people to think, you know, to answer. Why do I want this relationship? And be honest. Do I want it because people say I'm supposed to have it? Or do I want it because I genuinely want to build a healthy relationship with these people? And but you have to start with self. And that's why I specialize in building a healthy relationship with self. Because once you set those boundaries, you eliminate things that are going to harm you because you have already created what you're not going to accept and what you will accept from anyone. So that's the, that that's number one, creating those boundaries for yourself. Because when you treat other people, when you teach other people how to treat you, guess what? They're going to, they, they don't have a choice, but to respect you and treat you the way that you want to be treated. And that, and that's 100% true because people usually take on the example that you said, because you showed them how to treat you, how you, number one, how you treat yourself. Mm 
Yes. Because if you will allow someone or anyone to treat you any kind of way, unfortunately, that's what you're going to get. People that's yeah. going to treat you any kind of way. And so you have to set those boundaries in yeah. order for, number one, you respect yourself enough to say, this is what I stand for, you know, and I'm holding myself to these, these right. conditions. I'm holding myself yeah, yeah. to these standards. And then once you hold yourself to it, then it's so much easier to hold everybody else to it because yeah. it's like, look, these are my standards first and I stand on it myself. So if mm -hmm. I can stand up for myself and stand on these standards, you don't have a choice because if you yeah. do have a choice, then that's when that boundary go come like, all right, this is where you stop at, right? Yes. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> Ms. Trinette, this has been so awesome. So awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad that you came on. So glad to be able to have this conversation with you. Uh, yeah. I'm going to let you have a, give us a chance uh let me give you a chance because i want to know personally but i know also i want my listeners to know where can we uh find you uh your social media handles and everything and definitely where can they reach out to you for coaching and the uh the journals i definitely want to get that information out so where where can they get that well, first of all, thank you so much again for having me on your platform. I'm super happy for you and proud of you. We need you. So keep going. Um, we need positive platforms like this. And I can't wait to have you back on. But um, you can reach me on all social media at I am Trinette L. Collier on all platforms. And my website, you can get um, culture information and the journals on I am Trinette L. Collier .com. That's www.iamtrinettel. Make sure y'all put the L in there, callyer.com. Uh, and you can uh, book coaching sessions. Um, I do offer a discovery complimentary, complimentary discovery call. Um, and it's just to see if we're a good fit or not. But um, I have resources on there um, as well. And again, you can connect and you can also purchase the journal from the website. Okay, Miss Trinette, thank you so very much for being on. You could have been anywhere else, but you was here with me, and I definitely appreciate it. To all the listeners, thank you guys for tuning again, tuning in again. And this is Ernest James, and this is the uh, Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And just remember, our mission is to help people to deal, to heal, and fulfill. To deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, you guys be blessed. Hey guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right, see you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem. Heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.